Hey everybody, this is John Fusco, and you're listening to the No Film School Podcast. While Cristina Gallego was busy working as a producer on her partner Ciro Guerra's magnificent film, Embrace of the Serpent, she caught wind of a story from one of the many indigenous non-actors on set. That story was one that perhaps many of us have heard before. A Colombian man finds partners in America that he can sell drugs to, becomes fantastically wealthy, and ends up abandoning his morals as a result. Except Birds of Passage is so much more. With Gallego and Guerra at the helm, we get a glimpse at a side of this much glamorized Narcos era that we've never seen before. The film presents the narrative from an indigenous Colombian perspective, full of magical realism, steering from traditions that go back hundreds of years, and is perhaps the most authentic story concerning its subject matter of all time. Think of it as a thrilling mixture of The Godfather and 100 Years of Solitude, where we watch the entire history of two families whose native ways are slowly brought to a halt as they engage in the burgeoning drug trafficking business. Eventually, it brings a war to control the business that ends up destroying both their lives and their culture. There is no other pair of directors in the world that could have told this story, and for her part, Gallego switched from a lifetime of producing to the role of co-director in order to more clearly communicate her vision. I sat down with her at TIFF to talk about what that transition was like, working with Ciro Guerra, and finding the stories that stem from your own history. Hey everybody, this is John Fusco, and I'm here at TIFF um, with Cristina Gallego, um, the director, well, one of the two directors of Birds of Passage, which is a great film I saw last night, uh, the other director being Ciro Guerra. My first question for you, uh, Christina, well, welcome, first of all, uh, is, you know, you've you've been in this industry uh, for a long time now, um, yet this is your first film, which is remarkable considering the level of craft and detail that are present in it. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey uh, in getting to this point in your career where you're feeling confident enough to direct your first feature? Yes, uh, thank you for your invitation for uh, uh, to this podcast <laughs> you're for very the people <laughs> <laughs> uh, from that are learning in this process of doing films. And yes, this is a, a long journey. I, I, I have been producer, I think, for the last uh, 18 years or something like this. So that was the moment when I decided to start in the, in the production. Uh, or 16, I don't remember really. <laughs> and uh, I see and me, we met in the school uh, we went to the national, the, the public university uh, to study cinema. Mm. Uh, and uh, before that, I was studying uh, marketing and um, advertising. And at the end of my career, I was doing some documentaries as a director, but looking uh, in the areas what we want, what I want to do. And I uh, proved myself in the art department and in, in cinematography also and in sound. But some, uh, in some moments I, I start to uh, work as a producer and I never quit in, in that job. And uh, as we uh, and Ciro also become a couple, he, he has a, a future film to shoot and I was helping him. Uh, and we became in this uh, relation a uh, director-producer since uh, 2001. Mm. Uh, I, and yes, we, we, we start to construct this career. 
And I was in the in the producer side, and I never asked myself if I wanted to direct or, mm. or because I was very comfortable. But as uh, the time goes by, <laughs> and uh, uh, our creative uh, relation uh, start to be different from uh, any. Uh, just producer, director, and I start to bring more and more things from myself to the projects. And when the Embrace of the Serpent uh, was released and all the, all the things, uh, I, I started to consider to directing because I had made uh, many creative decisions that was done uh, very well. I was very involved in the... I was not in the set, but in the develop uh, of the script... I didn't write, but I give uh, guide the the writing of the of the writer, uh, and then I I share credits, uh, editorial credits, but I didn't work. I didn't know how to manage uh, the, the edition program. Yeah. Yes, the software. So I was doing. I, I was sitting there as a director with the editor. Uh, and then uh, we start to develop this this project. We start to uh, write this project before the shooting of the embrace, and uh, but it was a, a gangster film uh, uh, set in the in that period about the Bonanza Marimbera. But as we start the, also the research, and we knew that this Waju community has very uh, the women there are the ones that are stronger. And we wanted to do this twist to the uh, film because otherwise uh, we had the feeling that the will going to be another uh, movie uh, about drug trafficking or or about the world, of the gangster world. And we, if we can change uh, that thing and, and include uh, the female point of view, we will going to make a a different uh, film and that in that moment I uh, became more and more uh, creative in the process and we discuss and we decide to uh, co-direct the film and bring together the, the our visions and and it was very nice it was very good and it was not something that was so different that from producing but I was more in the front and in in the in the, in the set in the work with the actor that that was uh, a work that I never had uh, been done until that moment so then what was your uh, co-directing uh, relationship with Ciro like like was there some more duties that you had and then there were were there duties that he had like were you maybe more focused on the acting he was more focused on camera or was it just you two finding this story together we didn't split clearly the the areas uh, to work uh, but uh, as uh, I think that uh, Ciro is more someone that is more visual and I am more, uh, uh, how do you say in this kind of field, I'm more spiritual. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense for this movie. I used to work more in the development of the scripts and the the, the, the things that we want to say. Mm. And it is more in the area uh, about the way mm. how we want to tell mm. the, the movie. 
but we didn't split the things very clearly. And there's moments when I have a, a, a approach to one theme or one character, and there's another thing that uh, there's another moments when Ciro has a, a, is more near to uh, something or some character, and the other one just give the step to the side. And let the other work, and then go back, and and I think that this is something that you can see in the films because it's about the encounter of the collision of that uh, different visions. It's it's interesting to hear that you say you have more of maybe like a uh, background with script development. Um, can you talk a little bit about like maybe in general how uh, maybe there's a specific moment in the filming of your movie where your background in producing uh, really helped you as a director? Yes, I think that the this background and when you are a, a creative producer are involved in this uh, process. Uh, more in the, not only in the how to fin- finance, but uh, also gave in the shape of what kind of film you want to mm. do. And if uh, uh, when you are producer, you are the first one who can see the film even when the film doesn't exist. Since the first uh, synopsis, in the first argument, you can read, and it's a, a very creative uh, uh, work between someone who is writing and someone who is reading, and the, the, the one who is reading is like the audience uh, seeing, oh, it's interesting, or it's uh, deep, or it's what kind of film is. is. Um, and this is something that I keep uh, in the, yes, in this uh, process of direction, because I don't know, I never write uh, a script before, I never edit a film, but but I can uh, see what is the weakness of the script, right. and and yes, I think that this collaboration is also uh, also is improving. If you are not uh, in this process or sharing this process, then will be the public that will gonna say that the film is not it's impossible, it's in, it's boring, it's uh, it has no deep or or of many things that happen with the, when the film has been, has been done. Mm. So about the actual film itself, um, the story is, uh, it's, it's epic. I mean, it's, it is exactly what you say. It's a drug um, war movie mixed with like, I mean, someone in the audience said 100 Years of Solitude last night um, because of the Waju, uh, this magical realism that, you know, wouldn't ever seem uh, like something that I would think would be a perfect marriage, um, but the way you did it, uh, it 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 made it seem like you were sort of reclaiming the genre in a way for the Colombian like people from the Colombian point of view, and you talked a little bit about how Embrace of the Serpent um, ended up influencing you in making this movie can you can you talk about how you found this story um and and why you thought it would be a success or a good movie for you to make i found this history um before a doing embrace many years before when we uh, was uh, doing uh, the wind journeys it was 2007 uh, and 2008 we moved to the north of Colombia, to, to a city that is called Valledupar. 
and it's one of the ca ca capital of, of this Bonanza Marimbera. And we start to know about that period, uh, and uh, it just uh, about that we start to know about that period that happened in the between 60s and, and 80s, but also we start to know about these people, and when you uh, and they code of behaviors, uh, and as they uh, yes all these uh, codes of revenge. And, and and justice that is eye by eye and tooth by tooth, uh, and and when we knew that society and we knew the histories of families that has been killed each one by each one, uh, and with uh, three hundred uh, deaths in the families, so this is something that we didn't know. We didn't know not anything about this history, and about this culture, and it was like a. a Perfect set. For, uh, it, it, we we saw them like a gangster movie that hasn't told. Right. Uh, and but uh, at that moment, yes, the dream. I think that uh, first that that make a film. Uh, you dream with films, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you love the films. Mm -hmm. And when when I saw that, I I was uh, yes, I want to do some some kind of. Uh, the Godfather, there, yeah, uh, and it was a, a big film, but uh, ten years ago we were not prepared to do that kind of film, and it was just a dream that was in the in the idea during many years, and and then uh, as uh, a, a col the Colombian fund opened a, a big fund to apply, we decided to write the film and to go that 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 is that will gonna be our next project and it the the script the script uh, right starts before the shooting of the embrace mm. but obviously all the things that happen in the embrace change the change the point of view and change it us in many ways um because uh, I think the, it, uh, many things that we learn in that film, doing that film, at this level of deep and magic and relation with the unconsciousness, that is something that was uh, around uh, in my personal interest. Uh, this relation of the psychoanalysis and the and the and the magic is uh, was always uh, in my personal interest. But but I, in this moment uh, was clear that that was a, it would be nice to explore that that things that belong to us. This is something that is, doesn't belong to other societies, this is, and it's, it's this is something that connects us with that our indigenous ancestors, but also the history, but also the analysis of the world and the human being. Did I hear you right that you actually heard this story from an, a non-actor that was on the set of the, the first movie that you two made? Um, I mean, that's a pretty specific example of how working with a non-actor can be a benefit, I suppose. But um, you work with non-actors quite a bit. Uh, can you talk about uh, the advantages of that for you? Like, why do you like working with them? Uh, well, what I think is um, the nice thing to work with non-actor is to have this relation with the reality, uh, with the environment, with their own histories. Uh, with their own background, that maybe someone who works as a professional actor doesn't have. 
mm. and the and and this process brings reality to the to the film and the other thing that uh, happen is that uh, there's many characters that you can find in a professional actor because the theme of the representation when you uh, think uh, if you need uh, indigenous faces or bodies or black bodies or fat bodies or old bodies or uh, uh, all the limitation is big no and it's a uh, uh, yes they are more like good shapes uh, uh, interesting looking too interest, I mean, just, yes yeah. and this is uh, something that uh, I think that we have you have when you work with non-actors mm -hmm. no and uh, but th there's another thing that you need to include more time yeah. uh, <laughs> rehearsal and coach uh, we, we include uh, a lot of time for coach and preparation with them and also something that there is that is very important is to have a, a some protection also to them because they will gonna be in the spotlight but they will gonna go back back to, to their communities and to be the same person that and to have this relation with the fame or it's something that we use to to take that we as a filmmaker need to take also care and mm -hmm. give that advice to them. So then what did you learn um, on Embrace in terms of maybe like a technical standpoint in making a film uh, that helped you to make Birds of Passage, like that gave you the confidence to be like, okay, now we can do this. As, as the Zero Star, the, the script process of the Embrace, uh, and he was writing uh, the film for during I think two years or more, I, and we didn't find uh, in in her in his way uh, in his uh, script writing the good thing for the for that script was unable to finance. It was a, a a project that was very strange and difficult, and the and the approach to the to the script writing was very hard for him. And and I was shaping that uh, way, and then I I call another scriptwriter to help Sido, and and they can work together in the in the script process. And I think that I was very involved there to create, especially to create the character of Karamakate, because I think that character of Karamakate it's a very it's a character that have many things in common with the female world. It's something that has been silented during many years, something that can love and forgive with the same intensity, uh, someone full of uh, uh, pain also. Uh, yes, and, uh, uh, and something that hasn't been represented, someone that is more intuitive, someone that is, it, it, it was, uh, I found that this was a, character, a very feminine character. Uh, yes, but this, this was a, a long process, and that also ended in the editing process, and in this construction, because she wanted to, to build a, 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 a 
two his, uh, parallel histories, but uh, the thing is that I I I think I bring to the to the film is that have this connection between past and present and this uh, sense of non-reality, no? Like things that you say that the woman makes everything. This is what happens to Karamakate. He makes everything. He makes one <laughs> person with the other person, and he constructs one only soul. Mm -hmm. And, and yes, it's a, this is something that I think is 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 more from from this side, but yes, and and that process made me uh, give confidence to create that complex character. I see, yeah, and even the complex like structure even of uh, Birds of Passage, uh, it seems like it rose out of uh, what you learned maybe in the script of uh, Embrace. Um, as far as directing goes, now that you've like had it or you've done it, um, are there things that maybe like you have a greater appreciation for in terms of uh, uh, ch like challenges that directors face that uh, you maybe like learned yes. <laughs> about firsthand? What can you? A can lot you... of uh, now. Now I respect very very <laughs> much the directors. Yeah. Really, I think it's a very difficult process. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, but I go deep in the in the creation of that characters and the conflicts and all the things very deep uh, and down. Mm. Uh, it bec uh, I became I used to be a, a normal producer and, and I become uh, more fragile, fragile, and. Mm. Um, uh, Yes, and but now I think that it's there's a lot of thing to learn. No, I would like to 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 prepare myself uh, better, for example, in uh, with the process of, with actors because Ciro uh, used to have coach all the time. But I will gonna uh, I want I want if I'm, I go back uh, to, I want to go back to uh, in the to continue my direction uh, career. And I think it's, it's a very nice uh, thing to prepare me, myself, more with the process with the actors because it's something that I think uh, could be, I could be stronger. It's important. Yeah, it's an important thing. Mm. Um, the other thing that I was sort of in awe of or was just like very jealous of in terms of like being a part of this experience was that it seems like you had a very international uh, group of people involved with this um can you speak about what it was like to work with all these people coming from different places and what maybe how that maybe aided the film or because the film itself is about uh the outside world coming in uh did did you want to incorporate that like when you were making the decisions for who was going to be in the cast and crew i think uh, i have made a lot of co-productions and i think uh, that it's a process of all the times learning and sharing uh, things and sharing uh, 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 the, the the nice thing to work with people from different places is, is that you can bring the stronger ones from from one side or to from other side. Uh, yes, we work here in this film with Danish people, with French people, with Mexican. A Colombian and also we include in our we had a, the embrace of the serpent was a co-production with Venezuela and we knew a lot of incredible people from Venezuela and they 
uh, we didn't have the co-production here, but we bring them to the 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 to Birds of Passage because they work like part of the family. And uh, also we have someone from Peru that we bring to Colombia. Uh, it's the steady camp. And I think that we are made in this kind of big family around the world. And and the relation with them is is very near. And, and, and it's nice for us to see and to hear from them from, uh, from their point, point of views. Uh, how they read the film, how they see the film, uh, not only in the script process but also in the in the in the production side. For example, I work with Catherine in, in the in in, produ in production. She is the other producer, and she is a Danish one, and she has made some uh, a lot of films, and and, and I I I bring her here many things for the project from the production side but she also brings her her experience mm -hmm. and and it was it, it i think it's very nice to to be to grow up because you know that 10 years 10 years 15 years ago when we start to do cinema in colombia we didn't have industry there uh, we didn't have phones with uh, we just have one or two films at per year now we have a uh, 40 films uh, per year but it's a industry that it's uh, very junk mm -hmm. and and it's uh, it helps us all the in all the steps uh, that learning process it open doors we want to uh, share our histories not only with us with our friends we want to share these histories with the world yeah. and this is very important in the process the co-productions are very important in the process to bring uh, the film out to a bigger audiences. Mm. And yes, this is a very nice process. Yeah, it's almost like when you bring the uh, the crew from an international level, it's has more chance to be like seen at an international level because inherently all these people are going to be showing their friends and, you know, their connections and it's just going to spread like wildfire. Yes, and it's not only your you with your film under the arm is many people from around the world with the film under their arm. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's a very nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have to ask um, just uh, because I like to ask this of all our guests. Um, if you did have one piece of like golden advice, um, your best piece of advice for aspiring filmmakers based off of your uh, experience in both production and on this film, uh, what would it be? Uh, this is something that uh, the the actress for, from Border, you saw Border? Oh, I, didn't, I haven't seen Border yet, no. It's an incredible actress. And after the screening of The Birds of Passage in Telluride, she told me something that I think I will going to apply. Uh, and she told me, in that first scene of uh, Birds of Passage, when they uh, the, the women are looking to his hand uh, and, uh, and are saying that uh, your family or is the represented in the hands of the in the fingers it uh, doesn't forget where you become mm -hmm. uh, and I think this is something that uh, is useful when you are doing films mm. look yourself look where is are your, where are you 
-hmm. where are your interests, where is your uh, history or what you, you have to tell to the world mm. more than kept in histories from outside. Uh, I think it's good in references, but it uh, I think that doing films is bringing out a point of view and this point of view uh, went out when you look inside. Yeah, and finding, you know, unique stories. Way. Yeah, yes. like for you, this story would have, no one would have found this story. You know what I mean? No one... Um, probably could have made this film except for you so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I mean, it's, it's true but in the process i was thinking that i was gonna uh, was uh, going crazy i was it, it was very hard the process but yes it was done. that's the other thing is making a movie is crazy and it's very hard um well great thank you so much christina um and i can't wait to uh see the next thing that you do Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna happen in some years. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, as always, please subscribe to the No Film School podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. And if you like us, please give us a nice rating too. I'm John Fisco. You can follow me on Twitter at Jim underscore John underscore Jim. You can follow No Film School at No Film School. And remember to stay tuned every Thursday for Any Film Weekly, our weekly news show where we catch you up on anything that you might have missed while you were busy making your films. Until then, see ya.